that's so interesting. Ooh, that's interesting. Well, that is very interesting. Please tell me more. Very interesting. Marty, that was very interesting. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to That's So Interesting, the podcast where we discuss what we think are objectively interesting things. I'm Graham, and today we're going to be diving into the world of genetic cloning, whether clones are better than robots or vice versa. But as always, I'm joined with Brandon and Brian. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. That's it? That's all you're giving us is awesome? <laughs> that's, how, that's Yeah. Why are you feeling guy. awesome? <laughs> well, we're about to record a really exciting episode so right. i'm excited great great i like that i'm doing well as as well well uh great grammar thank you it was a there's lots of commas in that uh, it's a great day just getting myself caught up on some good old canadian politics here and we're gonna see what happens to our current uh federal government and over the next couple weeks so anybody who doesn't know what's going on Check out your local CBC, Globe and Mail. Read up on it. Pretty scandalous stuff. Can you give me a 30-second Sparknote version? Because I'm not going to go there. Sure. Um, So, allegedly, the Prime Minister's office slash certain members of the government have tried to influence the Attorney General and her prosecution route um going on with a very large construction company in quebec who has about like it's a couple thousand jobs or tens of thousands of jobs i think and does like 10 10 billion i don't know billions of dollars in business a year and this company is facing like uh money laundering charges offshore embezzlement accepting funds from governments that they weren't supposed to yada 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 and allegedly that the prime minister's office has tried to interfere with the route that they are trying to prosecute them based off of the rule of law and he's trying to give them an easier sentence nothing has been proven in court however this is as like dramatic canadian politics have been and scandalous have canadian politics have been in like the past i don't know probably 10 15 years so and that's a no-no for anybody who's wondering is like the anybody's the government shouldn't be interfering with the legal system. That's the one cool thing about Canada is Supreme court. All of our courts are separately. Yeah. uh, Like basically self-regulated by the law instead of by the government. Like it is in, I shouldn't say by the government, like it is in the United States, but there's definitely more influence and more political influence in the United States of how they appoint justices and how they're, how they view the world whether that's left-leaning right-leaning or centrist and that's more how they get appointments in the states as opposed to canada which is based off of their practice history but mm-hmm. all in all if it happened it spells big trouble for mr justin trudeau um there's currently two reviews going on to see if it actually happened like if any uh inappropriate behaviors or conflict of interest or inappropriate pressuring had happened so check it out yeah yeah that's another segment of yours politics with brian oh i hate it but i like it <laughs> it's irritating sounds, oh we should sounds like politics yeah, itself we should talk about like uh in the future the impact of the recent 
government of Ontario's decision to on tuition and also on student fees and OSAP changes. Because mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. affects a lot of our listeners in some way, shape or form or affects the economy in the future. We'll throw that into our uh, OE experience podcast. All right. I don't know why, Just but for you, go Mom. for it. <laughs> oh, it's university themed. Sure. All right. All right. Fellas, are we up or down Fellas. on genetic genetic cloning? I'm up if it helps to... you say words a lot better clean. Um, for what purpose? <laughs> like just the technology? I'm up on the technology. I think that's cool. Um, are we like manipulating life too much? Yes. Why do you think so? <laughs> This is like a super pessimistic view of me, but like the human race, and I hear some censors like this. I'm going to say this because I'm in this mood today. Like this episode may contain graphic language, nudity, inappropriate behavior, and comments. So viewer discretion is advised. Nudity? Yeah. Also, also, (laughs) listener discretion is advised. Audio, Audio format. Oh, I shouldn't have my GoPro on. This is uncomfortable. No, I'm just kidding. I'll I'll <laughs> watch it later. I'll watch it later. Um, humans, the human race has always found a way to f- <laughs> in a bad way. <laughs> like <laughs> we have had this beautiful planet, beautiful oceans, like beautiful in su- like. I'll be honest, like in many many hundreds of years ago functioning communities that didn't bother each other and then white man got involved and wanted it all for themselves (laughs) and has like royally fucked it up and i have such a big issue with it because all i can see is like these rich white folks wanting to genetically manipulate how their kids are or how they are or like how their dog is or how their pet hamster is and like i see nothing but things going wrong that we didn't plan for it to happen in like 20 30 years after it actually comes into play (laughs) so (laughs) because that's the track record let's back up for a second graham what do you mean by genetic cloning so you Making got two grams. Yeah. You got me. You put me into the genetic cloning machine. And then you got two of me. What what does it look like? Is it like a big cylinder? Is it all a ball? Is it like in Santa Claus 2 where it uh like <laughs> you just walk in and then it I haven't seen it, but yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like that. Um this podcast is sponsored by Santa Claus 2. Now <laughs> Yeah, that is, so this is what we're talking about. We're talking about the actual, like, duplication through cloning. Okay, now it doesn't have to be for humans. So, for example, yeah, so- Dolly the sheep was the first mammal to be cloned, right? So it's just you're creating more livestock, for example. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There are lots now, of on, meat sorry, alternatives sorry. that exist. Okay, yeah. With current technology, like we're we're just recreating the embryo, and then we're implanting it into a like for the sheep. 
we're just recreating the embryo and then putting it back into a female sheep to have a child. Like we're not yet at the place of just taking a sheep and creating another sheep. No, that you know of. Yeah, absolutely. We haven't <laughs> seen North Korea for a while. However, <laughs> the whole point, I think the whole premise of this discussion is like when we get to that point. Because I don't think it's a matter of if, I think it's more when at this point, considering the technological okay, so and genetic... scientific advances that we've seen in the past 20 years. Okay, so it's not genetic cloning, it's cloning. Sure, but like okay. to the point of where you could specify the genetics that you would want in a being or in a thing or in an object. Okay, well, those are different. That's different. That's different. No, it's not. Because you could go to like, hey, Tina Turner... I want your singing voice. Hey, uh, like Malcolm Gladwell, yeah, but- I want your your insight and your podcast and your critical thinking. Like you take pieces and like you're you're like genetically modifying to make something or duplicating that. What would you call that? Yeah, I would call it genetic modifications. I wouldn't call it cloning. Okay, so let's go genetic modifications then. Is, is that, what we is, to is talk that about? consensus, or are you talking specifically about duplicating somebody? I think he's talking specifically about duplicating somebody. Oh, I think uh, I think we're keeping we too narrow of a scope. Before we started recording the second time, I think we're just <laughs> keeping too narrow of a scope. Like this is all the like, cloning modifications. This is like we're talking about manipulating cells to duplicate to enhance to like this is like the ethics of this podcast so let me okay so let me let me let me narrow the scope for a second and then we can open it back up yes okay so let's talk about the ethics of genetic modifications in sport Mm -hmm. so for example say somebody is born with a a physiological disability Mm -hmm. okay and we have the technology available to, um, I don't know how we would do it, but it's, let's say, inject them with some sort of genetic compound that would fix their disability. Mm-hmm. Should they be allowed to compete with, quote unquote, able-bodied athletes? I think it would have to depend on how it fixes them. Mm-hmm. Just because... Like if this magic serum, Captain America's them, it's it's actually called coconut oil for those who are wondering. Oh, I think I heard about that. Yeah, coconut oil and CBD yeah. oil that cures yeah. a, a lot of things. With yeah, I heard oregano oil was pretty powerful too. It's super um, superfoods. <laughs> so, whenever like if we were to take this oregano oil and give it to someone and they were to become very strong beyond the like scope of someone in their physical capability, then definitely not. How do you specifically measure that? I think has to be determined, but it would just have to be to the point where that super serum just physically heals them. But then any strength or skill developed is of their own human nature. Right. So, uh, like, I guess the word heals is subjective because you, you made a good point. Like, how do I know how much ability I'm curing? Like, to what level am I curing? Mm-hmm. Or, 
removing someone's disability. Exactly. Right? Because you're yeah. right. Like, if it goes beyond the norm, is that wrong? You know, and who, like, who has access to this? So, for example, like, Graham, you're taller than I am. Therefore, you have longer legs. And it makes you a, like, let's just More say attractive example. leg model. Sure. A more attractive leg model. And... Thank you. I am just naturally not able to keep up with you and compete with you because I don't have the same length of legs. Mm -hmm. So like I can just genetically modify myself to have your legs, like not have your specific legs, but have <laughs> legs so I can compete or like in a sporting context, if someone's predisposed to having a higher VO2 max, so their ability to, take in oxygen through ventilation um, in endurance sports is incredibly important. Mm -hmm. That's genetic. Mm -hmm. So is it unfair that I'm born with a lower VO2 max capacity than, than Brian? Why would it be unfair? Well, because I didn't get to choose my genetics. But what, what's your definition like of unfair? A, well, like, but, Unequal. I would I think. say I would say it's a disability for me to not have the same. I'm not up to what you are. I'm not up to the capacity of the norm. But what are you better at than I am? Well, I mean, then you could go the other way. Like that's what I mean. Like, is this something that we want? But like, the reason why I say no is because. I don't know if any, but if any of you guys have ever been in a room where like every single person in the room has a different opinion about a matter, like about a subject matter. And I feel if we get into this trend of genetically modifying things or people that we're all going to be the same or close to it and have the same strengths and no one will really be able to. I'll say, quote unquote, balance each other out and is expected to do everything or think of everything just as one individual based off of how the manipulation has occurred. And I think that's a really dangerous territory to get into. Right. We'll just be this homogeneous group where we have like very similar characteristics you're, and you're basically, like, ultimately you're, biology. You're basically going back to like the Neanderthal era, era where everybody's doing the same thing without really advancing much. Mm -hmm. So... Okay, so remove from the sporting context and open it back up to a more general usage thing. Like, on a very, very, very um, instinctual level, humans are trying to survive and evolve. Like, that's what we're trying to do as, as animals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would... Being able to take the best attributes from the best people and improve upon those attributes, not further our survival and evolution. Like yes, we could take the intelligence, the different intelligence aspects from the most intelligent people in all the different intelligence categories and put them into, you know, 50 people and have them all work together and they reproduce 
and they've developed their intelligence and now we're creating even smarter people like we could solve even more problems survive even longer we could we could undo all of the terrible things we've done to our planet well i, I love the optimism i i do love the optimism however like this goes in a more of a socionomic and like marginalized community discussion but in part people have in some cases either have already tried like either consciously or not consciously have tried to i'll say mate or fornicate with their desired mate and typically rich people get together with rich people (laughs) and that has caused the rich only to get continue to get richer while leaving behind I shouldn't say leaving behind while excluding the thoughts, feelings, and opinions. And then you become like in a closed circle and a closed loop of discussions without really taking into account much consideration for Mm -hmm. other people in your community or society. For sure. So what you're saying is that only people with money would have access to such technology. Therefore, like they would be creating individuals with their preferred traits in mind. I think you have to be cognizant of ultimately, like this is more extreme, but in something like inbreeding down the road, right? Because if you take too many traits from a small select group of people and you're only looking to then breed those traits among other people who have the same traits, it's not a genetically diverse pool, right? Correct. And then it's basically like kissing, it's like basically like kissing your sister. Yeah. Except your sister is genetically hot and messed modified. up. Modified. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I was going to go like, genetically modified, but. <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but like your genes change over time. No, I've had the same pair of Levi's forever. <laughs> That's why you buy good quality ones. <laughs> yes, sir. Come on, we knew that joke was going to happen during this podcast. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> i love it so sorry your genes change over time well do our genetics not adapt over time like while i'm living like brian is living right now yeah let me see i'm asking google do genes I... change as you get older you mean from like a size 28 to a 34 no, like a like yeah, a so like more I mean. of like a slim so like... to a regular fit. <laughs> I just don't know if that's how that works. Stay tuned, folks. We'll get to the bottom of this but, and report but, back. No, but basically, what I'm trying you're... to say is like you're making the inbreeding point, but I I don't think the circle is going to get that small. It depends how many rich people want to do it. Yeah, but I mean, these smart people are just going to make the technology more affordable to everybody else. In a utopia. Well, what are we talking about here? Well, we're just like, that's an assumption that the smart people are going to create access for everyone. When you say genes, are you referring to like DNA? Yes. No, they don't change over time. So my DNA from when I'm born is the exact same DNA to when I die. Hell yeah. Yeah, it would be the same genome. Like your 
your DNA is what makes you you. It doesn't like your thought process. Yeah, but I'm constantly changing. I'm learning new things every day. I know, I know. Yeah, but your, desert, your brain somewhere, somewhere is listening to this podcast, shaking his head, being like, "Brandon, you idiot! Your your brain <laughs> isn't your DNA." No, I yeah, I, yeah, I get that. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, well, I do now that you've told me the right answer. <laughs> do I'm gonna get Shannon on? Hold on, I'll get Shannon on. Shannon, Russ. Russell. 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 You need a guest appearance. Come on. Guys, this is a pretty serious guest appearance happening right now. It's from the one who doesn't surface from the bedroom often. Is an expert in scientific research. The lover AKA, of the she's a, she's a nurse. And we are presenting Shannon to rule. On the question from our friend Brandon Brock, okay. do your does your DNA change as you get older? No, it does not. But how come Brandon gets why smarter? Are you, why are you saying it like, and can adapt? <laughs> like it's the dumbest question you've ever. <laughs> how come Brandon can get smarter and adapt to his surroundings if his DNA doesn't change over time? DNA doesn't change, but your brain development changes depending on what kind of stimulus and education and what areas of your brain are activated. Right. Okay. But I'm more referring to like. What are you referring to? Like how, how, how animals adapt over time. Like how does that happen? Will that Brandon's happen? children have gills? <laughs> Will Brandon's children have gills? I'm going to go with. Like just like, like pa- adaptation. Plausible. So we're saying that adaptation, I, I know the answer to this, adaptation over time happens as, like, the animals who can't survive die off, therefore their poor genetics die off, and the animals who survive mate and reproduce, and their strong genetics live on. Oh, are you, That's sorry, saying. are you referring to fornication when your when DNA changes, <laughs> or in a person? Coitus. Are you being facetious? No, I'm being dead serious, because... The way that I interpret it first was like, as you get older, like as one individual or as one animal, you were asking, does your DNA change? But yeah, that's then, what I meant. Okay. I mean, so I'm no, stare. but then your DNA would change based off of the makeup of like who you mate with. I keep saying right. mate, like <laughs> engine and people mutations. Are, and we got mutations here. People are going to stop listening to this podcast. They're like, this guy's so dumb. No, guys, we got, we got this osmosis thing. It's mm. how I retain my information. I put it under my all of my notes under my pillow before I go to bed, and it goes into my brain. And everyone's checked out. Okay. Um, <laughs> if you guys had a perfect clone of yourselves that was like completely on the same page and like would be completely obedient, what would you get them to do? What would you what would your plan be? Um honestly, I would probably try and catch up on sleep. I would just have them show up to all the things that I like don't really want to do and mm-hmm. then give me the spark notes of what happened. So like you know, if there's a meeting that I don't really want to go to or if I got a class that I don't really want to go to or you know, if I don't really want to do a presentation, I love driving, but there are certain times when like, you know, it's just a super long drive. So like the drive home would be 14 hours. I think it's 16 hours from Edmonton to Vancouver. You know, I can't really do that in one day, but with a clone, 
someone to split the driving with and likes all the same things I do. So I don't have to sacrifice any of my road trip uh, enjoyment things. And the best part about that too is you don't even have to let anyone else drive your car because it's still you. It's still me driving my car. That's a great point. I have a clarifying question for this question. See. Will I retain the, like me as an individual, will I retain the knowledge that my clone or the experiences that my clone also gets to experience in their life? No. I would say not directly. Like you'd have to have a conversation or like learn their, like you, like you can't warp in or warg into their world or mind. Okay, so then I would let my clone go to work for me every day. And I would either start another venture or I would travel. Mm. Yeah, that's sweet and simple. You just get that full-time income and you don't have to be there. So you can travel, do whatever you want. Is that slavery? No, well... That's a good question. Doesn't seem very fair because, like... The clone would be like, hold on, wait a second. My job's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, but traveling obviously is more fun to you, which means that your clone would think your job, that traveling is more fun. Okay, so they'd be like, why are you always traveling and not working? (laughs) So now we're (laughs) breaching a really interesting ethical debate (laughs) on do we pay clones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They would get to play like, they would, yeah, yeah, we would pay them. (laughs) <laughs> we would would we what, what minimum wage <laughs> <laughs> when you fill out your uh when you fill out your t4 does that count as a dependent no because you're the, you i'm me and they're they're me and i'm them the me is me you is you and i'm them me is you and you is me <laughs> <laughs> who's on first um as long as you're not in the same room at the same time right yeah but you could be in the same room at the same time yeah, but not if you wanted to pretend that you're not. Well, it doesn't two have to be people. a secret clone. I mean, what does Waterloo care? They only care about Brian Schwan is in that role. Well, he is in that role. Yeah, exactly. But it's I'm just like I'm saying, Schwan, not fake Brian Schwan. For me, Schwan. for me, I would definitely become a compulsive liar because you could just send your clone to do whatever you want, or like. You know, I'm picturing, like, the Dane Cook liar sketch. You know, like, we're talking, you know, out on the town, but you couldn't go to your buddy's party. But then your buddy sees you out there. And so instead, he goes to your house to say that he came by to pick you up. But your clone is at your buddy's party. Well, yeah, if you want to be boring. (laughs) So you're not lying about anything. Graham Barnes was at the party. Yeah, I guess. Graham Barnes was also at home watching Netflix eating ice cream. Yeah. That's right. Like, there's just so many possibilities to get out of situations that you don't want to be in. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> I mean, it, I already go to sh- shop at Costco. It mm-hmm. would not be difficult for me to feed two of me. Yeah. I just buy twice the amount of the same stuff that I already buy. I was going to say, you probably have pretty similar tastes. that's good that's good stuff (laughs) yeah the challenge would be if you had them your clone doing other things for you is like like i would definitely be upset with the equity Mm -hmm. 
So like I think it would have to be fifty percent, fifty percent. You know, like we just share the responsibilities. Mm. Yeah. Wax on, wax off. But then I feel like there's things in your life that you really enjoy doing that you and your clone would fight over doing. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It'd be like, who gets to see Ellie today? Yep. Yeah, you're right. You know? Who gets to coach basketball today? You know? Yeah, I'm with you. I feel like it wouldn't last very long. No, we'd break up. Me and my clone, I mean. <laughs> yeah, but then you have a random Graham Barnes going in. Like, I feel like you have to throw your clone into the fiery mountains of Mordor. Oh, yeah. No, they'd go into Lake Ontario with a cinder block attached to their <laughs> ankle. For sure. And then somebody would find the body and be like, Graham Barnes was found in Lake Ontario. And you'd be like, I'm right here. <laughs> I'm and not no dead yet. No if the clone survived or if you survived. Bum, bum, bum. And that would be the most difficult thing is like, how do you know they're not plotting the exact same thing against you? Mm-hmm. They are you. How do you outsmart yourself? I feel like this doesn't work. Cloning can't happen. Because <laughs> we're it... going to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think Brian has a valid point. <laughs> yeah if, i think you're right if we did have clones though and you had to put your clone in like a cage match with a robot <laughs> who would win what you're basically asking is could you beat a robot no i'm asking if your clone some... could beat a robot the to this question is what kind of robot is it i know i realize battle, that battle bots <laughs> we're talking about a. One of those little Roombas. A Roomba? <laughs> Can you beat a Roomba vacuuming your own home? Can you vacuum faster I than would, a Roomba? I would kill a Roomba in a vacuuming contest. How much Roomba could a Roomba Roomba kill. if a Roomba could Roomba Roomba? If a Roomba could Roomba rooms. Oh, God, that was better. You're so much better. I need to clone you. <laughs> well, that's a different... That's, a, that's an interesting concept. I'm... Uh, a long distance away from you guys. You could have your own Brandon Brock in Waterloo. Be like, I never left. Mm, I like that. I really like that. But then I'd be jealous of that Brandon Brock. And then when I came to visit, you wouldn't care because you already have me there. (laughs) That's a good point. I'd like to say you're wrong. (laughs) But like, it doesn't matter. You're already there. I'm already there. That seat at 168, already taken. Yeah. Man. I don't see a situation in where having a clone of yourself is ideal and works. Other than slavery, right? We agree that slavery, slavery is good. Or if you're inherently deviant and your clone is also therefore inherently deviant. Yeah, so you can sit on your couch and just smoke weed with your clone, right? And you just... Every day. Yeah. Just get the munchies. But you wouldn't have to really say anything if that happened because you'd both be thinking the same thing. Now, would you though? Do we we agree on that? That like you as your clone like would have the identical thought process? If you clone them in like present day within like, I think within recent, within. So like we dictate our thoughts based on our experiences. That's what I was going to say within a limited number of days. Yeah, so right. the second that we start having different experiences because we're exposed to different things, yes. we're going to start thinking differently. Mm-hmm. So what's your 
you, your question has been answered. What's your point? Are you talking to me? Yeah. <laughs> what did I ask? You said, would you be thinking the same thing? And we said, no, because yeah. it's based off your experiences. Like, well, it's just like a rhetorical question. I didn't have a follow-up point. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on you. We answered it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I think it's. I think it's really interesting to think about, right? Like, yeah, because I, I agree with what you said. It, it's all about those lived experiences in that case. Because I don't believe that a clone could possibly have the exact same memories, thoughts. Um, even planned out actions because like as soon as the clone becomes cloned, it'll start to have marginally different experiences. So in a way after what I would imagine is a reasonably short amount of time, they're not actually your clone at all. They're just someone who looks like you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. After a reasonable amount of time, if you're doing different things. So like, for example, I can think, I'm trying to think of when having a clone would be good. I think if you had a very laborious job, yeah, like and having a clone factory would, worker. Yeah, right. If you're working at a factory and the amount of time you spent at the factory was predicated on how much you could get done. So, for example, if you had to hit a quota of like five hundred, what 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 class is it? We were always talking about widgets. Do you remember that class? I'm sorry, I really don't. <laughs> like making widgets, like that's that was the the unit of thing. Whatever. Anyways. That so sounds like a Laurier thing. And then you can go home. It does sound like a Laurier thing. Um, like if you had a clone, you could do it two times faster. There would be beneficial to both you and the clone. And then you could go home in half the time. And you could both start doing things that you like in your free time. Do you think you would have less friends with a clone? Do I think I would have less friends? Mm-hmm. If I had a clone, mm-hmm. as in like, you don't need other people because you have someone who's exactly like you and therefore you would enjoy hanging out with them. Yeah. Or like they're able to communicate no. in the same way that you would be able to. So like they're automatically your go-to person. No, I think I would get annoyed with that. Yeah. I feel like they'd be like a sibling. Yeah. Really? Like, I already like living by myself. I don't know if I would like living with myself. <laughs> Such an odd <laughs> so, conversation. So what, do do? <laughs> what do you do every day? <laughs> Oh, I just like to have my own space, I like to be quiet. But then at but the same time, my clone would want to be quiet as yourself? well. <laughs> how do you know, live well? with yourself? Very carefully, that's how. <laughs> yeah, it's so interesting. That is so interesting. Well, yeah, we're topical, topical, topical way to frame things. What did you ask me before? What were we talking about just before that? I have no idea. <laughs> we need a clone to remember yeah, your yeah. Clone would have remembered that yeah probably oh having like, friends no 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 I like <laughs> I think one of the reasons we like hanging out with other people is because they are different than us and have different experiences and different opinions and different views because mm-hmm. I feel like if you were hanging out with your clone you would just agree on everything yeah conversations like would we, be very concise yeah <laughs> yeah great weather yep <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly obama did a lot of yep. good in the states yep yep <laughs> yeah so i feel like that part of it would not be good in which case having a robot over a clone would probably be better because you wouldn't have to worry about the feelings of the robot and you could actually enslave it right so we're pro-slavery of machines 
<laughs> yes. Machines do work for us. Yes. Yes. Good asterisk. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, can you enslave a machine? Oh, speaking of slaves, oh, uh, we're having this conversation. <laughs> okay. How is this a segue? Okay, just we're, we're having a conversation about college basketball in the United States <laughs> and how the universities and the programs and um, these massive institutions make billions of dollars on some of these athletes and the athletes don't get really much in terms of compensation which let's back up for a second they get a lot okay um but definitely not what they are worth or should be getting or they're not getting enough in proportion to what they're actually making these institutions yes one of the people in this conversation compared this to slavery. He said, they are slaves. And I was like, no, because they have a choice. Yeah. Like, they could just not... They can go free. ...play basketball. They can go free. They can go play pro somewhere else. They can, like... They have other options. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's a, like slavery is a big word. Like... Yeah, that implies ownership over someone. Oh, yeah. Like, that is a serious term. And I felt like it just wasn't really fair to be throwing it out um, so casually like that mm -hmm. about other human beings. Like, we're talking about it with clones, which is a kind of a theoretical concept, and then with robots. Mm -hmm. In a joking way, but he was very serious. He was like, it's like slavery. It's like, wow, that's... I don't know if the slaves would agree with you. So we're talking about how you can't enslave robots. And no, you can. Oh, we can. Right, you can't. Well, you can, but you can't because it's a robot. Depends right? on is the that, robot. Is that... Okay, it depends yeah. on the robot. We're going to assume that the robot doesn't have a feelings matrix and all the other things that would require. Well, but I mean, like, slavery doesn't have anything to do with feelings. It only has everything to do with. Well, like forcibly making someone do something. Yeah, that that's your key there, though, is someone. Exactly. Um, that's what I'm making. Some. You okay. can't. I'm not enslaving my toaster, Brandon. Yeah, you well, are. Your toaster, all it ever does doing is, other things. All it ever does is bagel <laughs> and toast and bagel and toast and bagel and toast. <laughs> okay, so we're finally getting to the point where we acknowledge that we're good with that, and so. <laughs> All I'm trying to get at is like there are robots now that are like being built to like be optimal at video games or something where they, they can perform a function and do it better than essentially any human. The example I'm thinking of calculator. off the top of my head, a calculator. Yeah. Okay. What about it? <laughs> it's a machine that can do calculations better than humans. Depends on the human, but yes, I agree. Does not depend on the human. There's superhumans that can do calculations better than calculators. They exist. That can outcompute a calculator in the same amount of time. No chance. I'm, if you're if you're relying on a human to punch in the numbers for the calculator, then yes. <laughs> a calculator is a tool, right? Like it's not it's not artificial intelligence. Well, not in today's itself. day and age. You could 
always you could you could it would not be difficult to conceive of an always on calculator that's always listening. Google already does that. Calculations via voice commands. Yeah, you're telling me there's a human that does calculations faster than Google? No chance. Okay, we're getting distracted. We're getting distracted. Anyways, go on. What's your example of a machine? So just with like those machines that are like becoming optimal with video games, do you think we'll ever see in our lifetimes a machine that can, for example, beat James Harden one-on-one in basketball? I would say yes, but is it still basketball at that point? Are you playing by the rules of basketball? Like, first of all, humans can beat James Harden one-on-one in basketball. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, that's the that, that's okay. the human element of sport. I'm not like I'm not trying to argue argue that it has to be the top tier, undefeated of whatever. I just mean having motor intelligence to the point where it can outthink a skilled human player in their prime or in their mastery. Sure. Um. Will we ever get to that point? Yes. But I'm just having a hard time conceptualizing what this robot looks like. Is it a humanoid? Like yes. iRobot? Yeah, let, let's talk iRobot. Humanoid-based robotics. So we're talking about iRobot. So it looks like a human. It moves like a human. Yeah, and Sunny is dunking all over the beard. Can do, yeah, it can do human-like things. Yeah, I believe. I, I can see that happening. Cool. I'm excited then. Like, I don't know if that's good. <laughs> I robot. But I mean, we already have computers that can think for themselves. Yeah. Like, all you have to do is take a robot that can move like a human, teach the computer how to operate the robot, and like, we already have artificial intelligent machines that learn on their own. So it it would be very similar to a human learning how to move. This computer, this robot, would learn how to use the robot body. And because of that, very... because of that, I'm wondering if it, this is actually a limitation of a mechanical nature where we could more conveniently draft up like the software algorithm for that AI to manage a, a humanoid or human-like mechanical body but it would actually require more work on our part to develop an actual robot with the fluidity and capability of a human body yeah, but that's Does that because, make sense that's because yeah yeah 100 but that's because we have humans designing robots wait till you have robots designing robots see i'm not sure if we should let that happen <laughs> but i like that's essentially what you're doing with Tesla Autopilot is every time the car is on a road, like Teslas are on the road and they drive a new route, it records how that route was driven, where the turns in the road were, where the curves were. And it's not just data, it's like actual visual cameras that are tracking this and it's sending it to a network um, of all Tesla vehicles. So the next time a Tesla vehicle drives that road, it knows how to drive it. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah, but essentially what's happening is that the the car is learning and it's telling it to other cars 
and essentially it's becoming a better car mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they're going to use that information to build a better car yes but i think i i think there's still going to be a human element in that where the human then okays or programs the new assembly line with the changes in the automated design only because only because humans need to be relevant but i mean there's a lot of things right now in factories that are approved and quality checked and all that stuff by machines definitely yeah and i i'm gonna sleep well at night hoping and assuming that those are things that the robot cannot manipulate to destroy us all yet yeah it's it's really interesting like when i remember growing up um listening to stories of my parents like conceptualizing a tv when they only had radio like before radios Mm -hmm. like conceptualizing a smartphone was out of the question like there's no way anybody was conceptualizing a device that can do the things that ours can do now yeah no definitely not absolutely even a desktop computer right oh yeah right and like obviously somebody along the way conceptualized it but like it's so difficult for us to conceptualize things that are going to happen in the future right like we're basing all of our ideas of the future based off of movies and ideas that you know things that people have conceptualized but you know rarely does that stuff ever actually happen the way it happens in the movies it happens in completely different ways you're right back to the future promised me that i have a floating skateboard and i don't have it so that was what, <laughs> yeah, what 26 was that wasn't that 2016 <laughs> yeah it was 2016 three years late ho- floating hoverboards god That's damn it mighty mcfly you know what we do have though is the self-lacing shoes that's true. We do. Well, kind of. Nike kind of botched it. What do you mean? Have you not heard of any of that? No. So Nike's shoes, like the self-lacing that sync to your app, Yeah. they're like not syncing to certain shoes, so people are walking around with one shoe tied up and the other shoe not. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's not working on certain operating devices properly, and like people's phones are syncing to other people's shoes and tightening them while they're wearing it, not tightening their own. <laughs> It's a gong show. That was all well. Uh, who? What's the Duke basketball player? Is it Zion? Zion, yeah. Oh, Zion. When he blew out of his shoe, like all of that happened at the same time. That reminds me. Pumas tweet wouldn't happen in the Pumas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that reminds me too when like like we or like Xbox Connect or like any of the motion sensing sort of game technology. Remember when that was coming out and a lot of them had trouble. Well, uh, picking up black people because I'd imagine a lot of the trials were probably tested on a pretty non-diverse community and the motion cameras did not allow for a change in pigment of their test subjects. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Awkward. Very. Yeah, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, obscene gestures, feel free to get in touch with us through email. Uh, that's so interesting pod at gmail.com or get in touch with us on Instagram at TSI Podcast. Feel free to make your clone do it as well. No problem there. <laughs> we will respond. 
Yeah, if your clone emails us, uh, not a big deal. As Brian said, just put clone at the bottom <laughs> so we can differentiate and keep track between who's sending who. Yeah, just in the signature line, that would be fantastic. That's it. Perfect. Thanks so much. Get out there and play, kids. Or have your clone get out there and play. Keep your sticks on the ice. <laughs> <laughs>